Hello there, welcome to another episode of Stuttering is Cool. This one's going to be a long one. I am interviewing eight couples where one of the people in each couple stutters and uh, you know to give us an idea of how stuttering will never ever prevent you from getting married or or to prevent you from dating. Hi, my name is Shannon and I'm married to David, a person who stutters. Um, for whatever you, reason, hmm? I was gonna ask, do you stutter yourself? I don't. Okay. I get my words mixed up quite often <laughs> and we kind of joke that my problem is the opposite. I have regurgitation of the mouth. I say <laughs> too much. I like say way too much sometimes. Um, and I suspect that similar feelings that maybe David has at times, I will get into a situation with somebody where maybe I'm trying to communicate something, but I don't, I'm not sensing that it's coming out right. Mm -hmm. And I will almost get like an obsessiveness about trying to convey it. Ah, <laughs> so I do the same thing. Then it's like a compulsion. So it's kind of interesting, but it, it took us about, oh, maybe nine years of being together to kind of figure that out. Like wow. we've been married now 12 years and together for 14. And we didn't really started start talking about stuttering and about really talking about David's feelings about it till, I don't know, maybe five years into being together. Like it wasn't a totally vulnerable. He would still be guarded even when he was talking about it. And it was probably not until about maybe four years ago that something just kind of changed and our communication opened up a lot more about it. And I began to understand a little better what he was going through. And then through that, I realized, you know, in many ways, what I go through is not that different emotionally. And I kind of joke that his issue is, that he worries about what he didn't say, and I worry about what I did say. Oh, wow. And I can't undo what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but regarding stuttering, I never really thought twice about stuttering. I don't really know why. I never even thought about it. Um, I'm guessing it's because my younger brother, who's uh, a year and a half younger than I am, he stuttered when he was oh. young, like Eli's age, like six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. He stuttered. Um, I don't remember how bad or how minor. I never really thought anything about it. This was my brother. It was like just like any other sibling. It, it never mm -hmm. entered my mind to think much about it. I think what you should share is um, uh, you know, you've brought up many times that. Um, it's not so much how I say things, it's the energy behind mm. the words that I say. It's more yeah. of what what you were attracted to me was not so much the eloquence or, or my ability to say speak in a certain specific way, but that I was energetic, I was ambitious, I was passionate. It was your personality. I was, it was my personality. I mean, I, I stutter, um, but I, I, I'm also still a very excited person. Um, I don't um, I wasn't going to let stuttering hold me back. And I think uh, the more that you allow stuttering 
to hold you back. You become closed off. You become shy. You become insecure. I met Shannon at a swing swing dancing, you know, and where you where you're rotating with partners every minute, and you have to introduce yourself. And I mean, that was kind of scary, you know, for someone that you know stutters. And so, as someone that stutters, I put myself into situations where I had to get myself out there. And I remember the first couple times that we met, you you had brought up the fact that you were attracted to my uh, to my enthusiasm and my yes. ambition yeah. and my passion and my excitement for life and my excitement to want to you know do more and be more in life. Yep. And so um, you've brought that up to me many it's, times. It's so, absolutely true. So I, I think I think it's worth noting that that you know um, I do stutter, yeah. but I I made a choice a long time ago that I wasn't going to let stuttering be the reason that uh, you know I I didn't go after things. It's been di- more difficult to do certain things, but then on the on the flip side, stuttering has also been um, an advantage for me uh, because um, you know I mean this is outside of marriage but but stuttering has posed in and has been an an ad, advantage for me because um, it takes away people's excuses for why they don't do things in their life you know because mine is can be so obvious you know so when you you know, when people are saying, I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that, I'm like, well, hey, I, I stutter. <laughs> hey, at least you can talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Say your name without making a funny face. <laughs> I have trouble doing that. So, um, and I think it drives home or reinforces the idea that that I never let. It stops you. I never let it stop me. And I think you brought up many times that, you know, that's what has, has attracted you to me. Right. David's absolutely right. I, um, <laughs> it was my first night at the swing dance club too. Wow. And it was his first night there. And I was oh, being wow. brave in my own little way. I had just moved back a couple of months prior. I'd broken up with somebody. I wanted someone that wanted to do more with the world. <laughs> and so I was like, how am I going to meet people? I moved back to this, to my hometown, but all my friends had moved away. And one of my girlfriends said, well, in college, didn't you like dancing? You should go dancing. I'm like, by myself? (laughs) Yes, Shannon, go. I'm like, really? Okay, I'm going to get brave. So in my own way, I felt like I was being just as brave as David might have felt going as well. And Mm. yeah, in rotation, they made him raise, they made all the guys raise their hands if it was their first time there. So when I got to David in rotation, I said, it's my first time too. And he was so excited. He was full of life and energy. I joked that he was like he was bouncing on the balls of his feet. <laughs> he just had lots of energy and he was so excited to, to be there. And he got brave and at the end of the night, he walked back over to me and said, do you want to dance? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And we neither of us knew what to do much. We kind of stood there staring at each other, talking and sort of moving. <laughs> and then uh, we we walked away from each other. And before he left for the night, he made a point to come back over and say, 
that he'd had a really good time and that he would be back next week. So rather than asking for my number right away, he made sure I knew that he would be there. Because <laughs> he didn't want to use the phone. <laughs> and I said, true, I will be back next week too. And then the wow. following week, he asked for my phone number and asked me out. But yeah, David um, was very much full of life. And he was helping a friend run their uh, run their business. And he had all these plans and ideas and the future of what could be done with the company. And I went, oh, this guy's got energy. This guy's got, you know, he's got ambition. So it's helped a lot. Um, I guess I would encourage any person who stutters that's listening to, I guess, give your spouse some credit and be willing to be honest with them because I think that at least in my case, the more I understood, the more he shared, the more I was able to find better ways to support him. Well, hello, my name is Marianne Nelson and um, I am the person who stutters in the relationship. And my name is Julian. I am the uh, caregiver, I guess. Uh, that makes any sense. Spouse. Yeah, I'm the spouse. Much less offensive. <laughs> Much less offensive. Yeah, I'm the spouse of the stutterer. Ah, pleased to, pleased to, to meet you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I, I myself, I do not step. Great. Poor you. Poor you. I feel bad for you. Yeah. No, he doesn't get to come to the conferences, or maybe he'll come this, this year. I hope I didn't step over any toes. <laughs> so that that sounds oh well that should be fun uh i've been told i should have gone a long time ago <laughs> so if you'd like to share how did the two of you m meet well we met um it's a really long story so oh, wow. we went to high school together and um we kind of um, ran in the same circles, but never really connected. But, you know, our high school was so, so small that um, we still knew each other and everything. So, so after high school, here and there, we would kind of meet up and see each other and say, oh, hey, we should get together, but never really got together. And, <laughs> and one time... I went to a party in Columbia, South Carolina. He went to the same party in Columbia, South Carolina. And we finally really ex exchanged numbers and we talked for a good while. And we said, all right, um, we, we, are, we are finally going to really connect. And then I bet him that I would call first. And he bet me that he would call first, and I won the bet. So, and after that, and after that, you know, it's all history. Like we were, you know, I guess it took us about two or three weeks to actually go out on a date. And but then once we had that date, um, I think we were together ever since. We've been together ever since. Oh, wow. I guess the rest is just yeah. So I'm um, taking it that stuttering was never, ever an issue. 
yeah, for me, it was it was never really a problem. I, I knew she stuttered um, since we went to high school together. Um, I've known the entire time I've known her that she stuttered, but it was never a problem for me. I personally didn't care because um, I know that's uh, that's a hiccup that some people have. Um, and God knows I have more than one myself. So the fact that she stuttered made no difference to me. Which of of course, in in my mind, it was probably the opposite because whenever I met somebody new or something like like that, that would constantly be on my mind until I knew that this person really was in it for me and they really cared about me and they loved me and that my speech wasn't an issue because for me, like that first meeting that I met them chances were I would probably be pretty fluent. But once I got to know them and I got more comfortable, it would come out. And so I had to know that. Um, or so um, it would still be a huge issue for me. But um, I guess a lot of that, um, it was just different with him because um, he knew me since high school, but I still had a conversation with him about it because I still needed to know that it would be okay once it really did come out. And it was, um, and, and my, and, and the period that my speech was, was pretty bad, he would still be okay and he wouldn't look at me crazy, you know? Is there anything that any any is there any advice that you'd like to uh, give to any of the listeners who may be worried about I'm never going to date, never going to get married, or you know should I tell my girlfriend or my boyfriend that I stutter? Should I, you know what? No, I'm having a baby, and what if the baby stutters or whatever like that? Do you have anything <laughs> from a couple <laughs> point of view, a couple's point of view? Of do you have anything you'd like to share? Um, sure, I'll. I'll... I'll go first, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, it's uh, for me, it was never a problem. So for me, my my advice would be to um, my advice would be that there are a ton of things in a relationship to be worried about. The way someone speaks should be one of the very last things you should ever care about, if you care at all. Um, I, I know I certainly don't because we still communicate. I myself am not the greatest communicator. I'm quiet. Some people talk way too much for me. So, um, but it's uh, we all have issues that we have with uh, speaking, uh, with communicating. Um, so the fact that she started made very little difference to me. Um, as far as worrying about things in the future, just you have to be caring um, because there will be there will be a ton of things to be concerned about in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be a ton of things that she faces that I will not truly understand, but I have to be compassionate towards that and vice versa. Um, is part of being in a relationship. You have to be understanding of the other person's problems and be compassionate about it still. And I think that's, that's one of the things we, we work so well or that works well with us. Is because I know I have problems, um, and she still is here, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess for me, um, I will say 
because there was a point where, you know, I was really down on myself and I was thinking that I was never going to get married or anything like that. But um, the, so one piece of advice that I could sh um, probably share is to never give up on yourself and never to give up on love, although that sounds cliche. But it's real, like, um, because there's somebody out there who, who will love you for you. And you don't have to bring your standards down because you have a speech impediment. Because once you go out there into the real world and you're confident with yourself, then um, the right person is going to come along. It's the confidence that will... Um, draw a person to you, whether you stutter, whether you have any kind of handicap, whether you have one eye or you don't have hearing or anything, it's the confidence that will bring somebody in. So love yourself and go out there and, um, you know, make yourself available. I'm not a big uh, person of, of um, telling other women to go in and find a husband because I feel like a husband should find you but um put yourself out there it's okay and love yourself and be confident that those would be my su su suggestions okay well I'm Harriet Weiner Bernie and I have been married for uh 40 46 years? Wow. 42. 42 years. 42. It feels like 46. years in May. <laughs> wow, and, very uh, nice. So what's your secret? What's our secret? <laughs> I don't know that we have a secret. We, I, I knew about Bernie's stutter before I knew him, ah. and it was never an issue for me. Um, the only worry my mother used to have was if I... Once we were married, when we were getting ready to have children, she was afraid that Bernie wouldn't be able to call her to tell her that I was having the baby. <laughs> so she was worried about that. Otherwise, we really have not had any any issues. Oh, wow. Well, I went to school with his sister. She called and asked me if I would go out with him. Ooh, a setup. Uh, set yeah. <laughs> he, um, he called my house to ask me out. Wow. And I was not home, and my grandmother answered the phone, and she hung up with him many times oh, no. because she didn't know anyone was on the phone. True story. Oh, no. And I came home, and the phone was ringing, and I answered it, and it was his sister calling me to tell me that if I kept hanging up on her brother, I would never get the chance to meet him. And then the next phone call was Bernie, and he oh, asked wow. me out to see Love Story, the Oh, movie. wow. And I had already seen it three times, but I felt so bad for him, I went in again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's I cool. didn't have the heart to tell him I already saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you feel, Bernie, once uh, she told you that she saw it three other times? <laughs> uh, just Flattered. let <laughs> me and introduce... Myself, okay, Danny. Sure. Um, um, my name is Bernie Weiner. I'm 
Harriet's husband, I have trouble saying Harriet for some reason. I think it's psychological now. I'm not sure. Um, um, my sister had shown me a picture of Harriet one year before we met actually and she had short hair really short hair big thick black horn rim glasses and uh, she was a a little on the heavy side and I told my sister I said no I don't want to take her out <laughs> but uh, that's a true story and uh, one year later my a sister in uh, invited me to dinner at her house, and and Harriet was there, and she had grown her hair long. She was wearing contact lenses, and. <laughs> She had lost a lot of weight. Uh, so I said, hey, this is pretty good. I like her. <laughs> That's a true story. So, uh, and then it just went from there. Like Harriet said, I first called her to ask we're out on a date and her grandmother who was like 90 something hung up on me three times and uh, I was really getting frustrated to be honest with you. I, I was mad and upset. Uh, so I called called up my sister and told her to call Harriet and tell her to pick up the phone when it rings next time. So, and then uh, 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 from there we got in engaged in about a month I think actually oh wow so so here we are now oh, uh, wow so so Harriet was stuttering ever an issue it wasn't because I knew that I, I knew that he stuttered before he ever even met yeah. him so I didn't have an issue with it 
sometimes it's hard for me, even after 40 years, it's hard for me to not finish his sentences or not finish his words because <laughs> yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm torturing him by making him say it oh, where wow. I know what he's going to say. So why can't I just deal with it? But I've learned over the years not to do that. Mm -hmm. we, we have many funny stories. Oh, wow. Would that, you like to share Sarah? Well, when Bernie stutters, he closes his eyes. And sometimes when he opens his eyes, I'm not still standing there. <laughs> she's, she's in the other room. <laughs> it happens. Oh, you know. wow. um, the first time she did that, I was sort of mad. I was like, what the hell oh, happened okay. here? Where where did she go? You know, she, she left in mid-block, you know. My eyes are... But then I thought about it, and I thought, hey, that's pretty funny, actually, you know. It was funny to me. It got funny once I thought about what had happened, you know. It... it was almost like magic, you know. I close my eyes and poof, she's gone, you know. So I thought, hey, I might be able to use this sometimes when I didn't want her there, you know. Close my eyes and poof, she's gone, you know. But uh, it doesn't work that way. At the conventions, in the past, I've run a workshop for spouses oh, and significant wow. others. And there's always, always someone brings up the subject of having children. And there are a lot of people out there that are afraid to have children for fear they'll pass it on. Yeah. And that was never a concern of Bernie and I's. We never even thought about not having children because of stuttering. Oh, wow. And our, our kids, um, neither one of our kids stutter. And neither one of our kids ever really thought it was a big issue. I mean, that's just how Daddy talked. He always talked that way. And that's just the way it was. So yeah. it's it's never been an issue for our family. Harriet and I never really talked about my stuttering, actually. Uh, oh, wow. Till, till we went to our first NSA conference in 95, and then we talked a lot about it. That changed our life. That, yeah, that really convention did. really changed our life. When Bernie left work to go, he never told anybody where he was going. Uh, but when he came back, he told everybody. <laughs> and from yeah. that time on, it really has changed our life because now we can talk about it. We came home and sat down with our kids and talked to them about it. We never talked even to our kids about it before then. It was oh, just wow. the way it was. Did I ever think that, that, that I wouldn't meet somebody? Sure, I did. You know, I uh, my sister kept on fixing me up 
with all of her friends, oh, you know. Wow. But uh, so, but uh, most of them were just one or two dates. So, but uh, Harriet and I sort of clicked uh, quickly. Uh, we got engaged on our second date. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, how strange is that? <laughs> Harriet's uh, parents were there be nice to me right away. Uh, her father just 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 loved me. He was a good guy. He didn't have any problems with my stuttering at all. Uh, He never brought brought it up really. Uh, Again, it's something we never talked about. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. What's pretty scary now is we sometimes say the same things at the same time now. <laughs> it's like we've been married for so long now that that we think alike now. <laughs> so it's not that I'm really finishing his sentences. I'm finishing my sentences. Yeah. His just happen to be the same as mine. You guys are both telepathic now. <laughs> Tell us something, yeah. <laughs> So I'm Annie Bradbury. I'm the stutterer, and this is my husband Bob. Hello there. Many of you probably didn't think I existed. You just have only heard of me and never met me. But but I have had many um, NSA members over the year stay in our home, so a few do know that he he exists. True. So there is proof. How did you two meet? Let's start with uh, that. <laughs> wait, wait. Which which story do we want to give? Oh, there's two different versions. We, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. I we want the, the unofficial story. <laughs> we worked in the same industry. Right. We're, we're, I sell office furniture. I've been doing that for 37 years. And uh, Annie used to work in the office and then later ran uh, the local distribution and warehouse center for a repair and refinishing products company. Um, we happen to be one of her customers. But I think you fell in love with my father first. <laughs> no, no, actually, I hadn't, did not meet your father until after you. Oh, look at that. Or okay. we would not be together. And so you said you said that you didn't even know that I started when we... Yeah, I had known Annie for um, about six months, and we weren't dating at that time when we, when we had first met. Uh, I had known her for about six months before I even realized she was a person who stuttered. Uh, she had, we were in the same exercise class. Oh, oh my wow. God. And she brought, I told um, you to leave that out. They don't know that I was a Richard Simmons 
instructor. Ooh, she was. Were you really? Seriously? Gamer, I, I seriously she was. was you know, I'm always... I, yeah, actually, the early, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, I, wow. yeah, it was early 80s. Oh, it was early 80s. It was early 80s, <laughs> and I, um, I've always been the chubby, little chubby here and there, and I taught the overweighter classes with leg warmers and headbands, <laughs> and, yes. and uh, Bob came that. to my class. <laughs> I, I later, I later became her star student. <laughs> so I, I had known her for, I had known her for six months when she brought in a. Uh, uh, recording of a radio interview she had done with a local radio station in Los Angeles and uh, she was talking about her stuttering and it was the first time I had heard her stutter or even knew oh, wow. that she was a person who stuttered. It but was, uh, we were it was doing, very interesting. Because we were doing more kissing than talking. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's really interesting one of my memories and I asked him yesterday um, knowing that we were doing this, he does not remember this. We were just beginning to date, and he had me m meet him at his office. And he told me to pull around back. Oh. Um, they were a, um, a very major uh, uh, company that sold office furniture, and I, I pulled along in the back where all the guys were still unloading their trucks from the day, and um, and I was waiting for him. And I'm standing outside my car, and the guys are just hanging out like guys do, and they. Start Somebody told a stuttering joke just as Bob walked out, and I was mortified. Um, and he he doesn't even remember that at all. Oh, no, wow. Are my dogs, dogs bothering you? <laughs> we we can move in the other room. <laughs> so has stuttering ever been an issue in um, your in your relationship at all? Um. We're going to move real slightly here, so hang on a second. <laughs> Sorry. For the benefit of the listeners who are probably feeling, oh, what's wrong with the dogs? Someone should go to them. So just to explain a bit, uh, they're outside in the warm California summer sunshine. <laughs> it's California winter. They're probably 60 degrees, and they're That's big and very hairy, so they're fine. Yeah. yeah. So they're just barking yeah. at birds, I guess? Uh, no, they're they're protecting our neighborhood from back there. It's their their uh, bears. Oh my responsibility God. to protect the entire neighborhood from our backyard. But we don't leave them out there barking all the time, so the neighbors still do love us. They just want to come in. It's only so. because you're being interviewed on uh, this prestigious uh, podcast. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, has stuttering ever been um, an issue in the relationship? Not for me. I, I I can't think of a single time that it it really has. I mean, it, it's it's had meaning in that it's helped develop Annie into who she is, you know. And and uh, obviously, I mean, in my opinion, far more positives than any negative. And I know from what she's told me in stories and what have you that, from the uh, perspective of the person who stutters. It's more of a problem, you know. They're they're worried about what people think or whatever the case might be. But from my perspective, it's it's never been an issue, and and it's really developed her into who who she is. I mean, both personally and professionally. You know, it's interesting. I'm getting all teary eyed, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, part of my I've had intensive speech therapy, and you know, my number one goal is 
not to stutter. It's not to. It's instead, it's not to avoid. Yeah. So um, there's been a couple times in my life where I have given myself permission to avoid, whether it's for the right reason or the wrong reason. Sometimes it's just because I'm tired. Other times because I just didn't want to stutter. And we'd be in the car or I'd be in the phone making a call and I would ask him to do it for me. And it's interesting, and I don't know how you do this, but he seems to know the d d difference from when I'm copying out versus just really just 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 don't want to deal. There's a difference, you know, that yeah. threshold of, and so there's sometimes he'll say, nope. Ooh. The word I want, yeah, he'll say no. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, we'll be driving in the car and I got to ask for something, or I'll hear you do it, and he'll go no. And then there's been a few times, of course, when he said yes, and I think he can read the difference. How would you? How do you know the difference? Yeah. When Annie, when Annie gets sick or is extremely, extremely tired, she has a real difficult time with her speed. That's when I notice it. Is is only those those couple of times. Mm. Other than that. When she's asking me to do that, I know it's a cop-out. She's just <laughs> trying to avoid because she's just having a bad day with her speech or whatever the case might be. But um, I'm just good that way. <laughs> <laughs> a question that I realize that I haven't been asking all of these interviews with these couples, um, and I'm really surprised I didn't, um, have the two of you watched the King's Speech <laughs> together. <laughs> I have I haven't um, okay. and it has nothing to do with the topic of the the program. I have a steadfast rule that Oh my god. But they did <laughs> not. If they speak with heavy English accents or wear tights, I typically don't watch the movie. And uh, even though I, I know that was the topic and someday we will watch it. Um, I, I haven't seen it. I know the the basis of the movie and what it's about and Annie of course saw it the second it was out. Yeah, I actually took Amanda, I took our daughter to go right. see it with me and my mom went. Yeah. But, but yeah, I've learned yeah. to stop dragging him to movies. You know, Bob, it's really interesting all the years people say, Where's Bob? Why isn't he here? And he always would say, Do you need me to come? He knows that the conferences are so yeah. precious and the people in my life, he's not threatened by my long life relationships. Some people I've known before him and and he's always you know <laughs> it, it's her. It's her thing. I mean, the when she was the director of the uh, NSA, that was her job, and she didn't need me there to worry about who, where is he, what's he doing, who's he talking to, is he being entertained, is he is he okay? Yeah. And um, since she uh, left that position and now going just as a member of the NSA, she quite honestly has never asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and they're probably not gonna, you know. But and I remember when it was in Anaheim, and I still was director. Yeah. He did say uh, he came to oh, general session. No, no, he no, said I came and dropped something off. Yeah, he said, "Do you need me? Do 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 you want me to be there?" And I remember saying, "No, I don't. I don't need you because it was it was work still at that point." Um. So he's he understands I've got these friendships that go deep, and and again, he's not. Uh, um, not threatened by him, and and I get to go, and and so I think the same thing happened with the King's Speech. Is do you want to go? And, it, and at that time, I didn't know the impact of the movie, so I should own it. I don't own it. I should own it and make him watch it, which which we will do. We will do. So so yeah. So it's not like I haven't felt I've had his support. I've had his support by allowing me to uh, um, 
just you know um, just enjoy those op those experiences. I mean, you know, can you always imagine when I was director, you know, it was 24/7 stuttering, um, and it's like, how much does he need to, you know, he didn't. Uh, no, just it's worked for us. It's worked. He's uh, lets me go. I think you want me to come back? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good. So. Is there any anything you'd like to share? I mean, anything else you'd like to share? <laughs> Not think <it's> <laughs> No, you know, it, it's interesting from from a position of a person who does not stutter and had no relationship with anybody until I met Annie, which was our late twenties. It, it's the perspective of, of somebody who is a person who stutters and, and and one who's not. I mean, yes, there are those that that tell the jokes and, and laugh and don't understand it. And typically, is it's just that they don't understand it. Um, but but from my perspective, it's it's not. I guess it could be a negative. It's, it's like anything. It depends on how you handle it and approach it and address it and think of it. But as I said earlier, Annie, um, she is who she is because of the fact that she's a person who stutters. I mean, she's compassionate, she's understanding, and she's accepting and tolerant, usually, um, <laughs> of, of, uh, of, of people and, and what happens. And, and, you know, from a professional standpoint, that just made her so strong that she became a part of the NSA, the director of the NSA, and from there, Every position she's held, the last two uh, professional positions she's held, though outside the stuttering world, is because of the NSA and, and her experience there. And, and it, it's really, you know, you, you become who you become the person you are as you as you grow through life and become a little bit older as we are. Um, you become not only what you were taught as a kid and how you were brought up, but what your life experiences are. And for her, uh, it's really just made her a extremely compassionate person all areas for different types of people and situations. This doesn't mean you're not giving me, you don't get to give me a present for Valentine's Day. <laughs> this, this, this is your present, dear. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Great. You're just gonna play back your recording on Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> and, and and he's he's been my biggest supporter. He's been, you know, just he's like I said. Oh, you don't you don't have to be there to know someone's there. So he's always pushed me, you know, pushed me into the room, pushed me into onto you know into the speaking situation. Um, you know, I'll even remember the when I came back from my first conference when I wasn't director. And I called him from the car, and he loves Tammy. I mean, he loves Tammy. I'll deny it if you ever mention that to him. Yeah, he loves Tammy. They have a they have a great relationship. And 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 um, I called him. It was, it was Baltimore, and I'm in the car, you know, being driven to the hotel. And and he goes, "Remember, it's not yours anymore. It's Tammy." And they, I went, "Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. I'm okay with that." And I had so much fun that conference. Everybody asked me a question, saying, "Go see the pretty blonde." But so he's he's been along for the entire ride, my entire, you know, uh, almost adult journey with m my stuttering, nudging me, pushing me, and uh, helping me grow. I think, yeah, eh, I got to keep him a little longer. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs>
Hi, my name is Dee Dee Scheinfield. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I am not someone who stutters, but my husband David Scheinfield is somebody who does. Um, we have a different experience, maybe, than, than other spouses, than other couples in this situation, because we actually met in high school just as friends. But even when I first met him, when I had no interest in him romantically, I, I found myself just at ease with his stutter. I just waited for him to finish whatever he was saying, for me to respond. So I guess even in the beginning for us, when I really didn't like him that way, that's how, that's how I felt I should be. I should just wait. It could be because my father kind of stutters, but I never really realized until I met David. But I always found it to be very easy to wait. I never thought to myself, hmm, I guess it would be the right thing to do for me to wait for him. <laughs> I just felt this is how he speaks. And why would I interrupt someone else when they're speaking? So I should wait for him to finish speaking as well. Um, I guess for other people who may be men or women who stutter, who are maybe concerned that, you know, their stutter is going to stop them from meeting someone. Um, I guess I would give two bits of advice for that. One, which is just to be totally confident in yourself. And I think people will, can relate to that. And just know that there are people who don't mind to wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I was, was going to say that's actually kind of a gift because often in the dating world, I mean, I wouldn't really know because I, I found my love very early. But often in the dating world, um, you aren't sure how someone thinks about you. But if you stutter and it's like clear, then you get a pretty good gauge of who is the right person for you because you obviously aren't going to be with someone who isn't okay with that. Right, right. So it kind of makes it easy, and when you do find that one person makes your relationship more genuine than if you were just kind of hiding everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dee Dee, you had mentioned that your father kind of stutters, so did that make it very easy, um, David, for you, for you to... Meet the parents, <laughs> uh, as 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 the two of you started dating, and you know, and all that. No, um, <laughs> I mean, first of all, there was a long time in my life where I hated meeting people who stuttered, cause you know, just I just saw myself, and that sucked. Um, cause you know, when you're young and you're not really okay with it, it's hard to really see it mirrored right back at you. And also just the fact that, I mean, they were still her parents. It does happen to be that I have a very close relationship, uh, with my father-in-law. Um, I don't know if it's because of what we share, but, um, that has never been a problem. But of course, there's always going to be fear in meeting your um, your either girlfriend or fiance or wife's parents for the first time. Yeah. 
I guess I really would just highlight um, what I said earlier, which is to be confident because there have been people that we have met that said to me or to David that when meeting other people who stutter, they actually feel uncomfortable. But because David is so confident that they're actually not uncomfortable at all, and then they felt the need to share that with us or with just him or just with myself. And I think it's really important for other people to know that when you have that confidence, you can, it's, it will help with everything, you know, with dating, with a job, really anything. My name is Tobe, and my family name is Bloom. So, uh, I met Anita in Belgium, and that was 1986, yes, he was on a steam show there, and that was the way we met for the first time. So, uh, Anita, maybe should take over now and explain the rest. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a very, very special story because I was there with my boyfriend and, uh, and, he, and he wanted me to go to this steam rally and I didn't want to go, so he kept on asking me, please come along, and I said, no, I don't want to, and he said, yes, it's such fun. <laughs> so, in the end, I, I went there. And my boyfriend, I had to work that that weekend, so I went there with his parents, and there I met Torge. Um, and and I fell in love. Yeah. And <laughs> luckily he 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 did so as uh, as as well. But uh, when you're thinking thinking about it, well, he's 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 older. He's a sweet. He had kids. So, uh, so I thought, well, just, just forget it. And then one year later, uh, then my boyfriend's parents said, well, let's go to Sweden. Let's go and visit these people with the steam engines. <laughs> so we went there, and, and I met him again. Oh, yeah. And uh, a, few, a few months later. Yeah. So uh, it, it went quickly, <laughs> <laughs> so was stuttering ever an issue? No, I, 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 I wouldn't say I <clears throat> uh, had any problem with that because I, do, I, did, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, recognize it as such oh. in that moment. No, not at all. Uh, I find it later, more once he moved over here, then more was more. Uh, then I come close to it, if I say so. Yeah, but that might also also be because um, we we didn't really talk so much there. No. Uh, because of my stutter, I was of course trying to hide it and trying to 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 exchange words and trying to really think what I was saying, and also because uh, because of both speaking a second language. Yeah. So you didn't know if it was because I didn't know the word exactly. or because I was studying. Mostly in the beginning of a love affair, you know, you have other things to think about. I mean, uh, all the way she looked at me and uh, all these things was more 
was more, much more stronger than than other things. So so uh, I couldn't. Ah, there was not nothing I w was uh, reacting over. Nice. Very and nice. I had to take care of. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, thinking about my 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 stutter, it was also also hard. Hard. I mean, you don't choose for the partner, or also choose for for the uh, family that comes with, with the partner. And I knew that his brother, with family, was was living in the in the same house. That my husband's children were were living with with him. That my husband's parents were were living next door. Uh, so, so I was very worried. Also, also there, would they, would they accept me? Would they accept my my stutter? So I was, I was very, very happy that they, they too, um, accepted me for 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 who I was. And the first month, I could, I could pretend not to not to know the, know the words, just by. But um, when I was stuttering, I could say I don't know the word, and they would fill fill in the words. But, uh, but after a while, I couldn't fake it anymore. So, um, so they finally noticed that it was really, really, really stuttering. But they they accepted it too because um, they accepted me as the person that I am. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, every, everybody has 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 things that you don't like about your yourself, how you look, or how you look, how you speak, or whatever. But you but you accept each other because it's love. I mean, I mean and then also the the wedding. Um, mm. I was so worried about so many things that I would trip on my dress. I would. Uh, forget the words. I didn't think of my stutter. I knew I would have to say my vows, but I was so incredibly worried about everything else. I didn't think about my my vows. Now the funny thing was, um, we. I said the wrong words. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot my name. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and we came late to to the church oh. as well, so we were so 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 stressed yeah. um, about that, and it was so funny. <laughs> and all these uh, all these thoughts, thoughts about the vows and everything. I mean, we just laughed laughed it out. I mean, that wasn't important anymore. There was so much more, mm -hmm. and I think that's the key thing. I mean. Sure, I I I started, but this is love. This is marriage. This is family. This is a life together. So you don't you don't think about it. No. If you love each other, then that's that's it. And we just needed some some few moments. We just saw each other, and we just knew. And words didn't 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 matter. Yeah, today I know that you have bad days, you have good days. <laughs> so I, I know when it will be worth it. Or, but I mean, I have also my days. There's so no problem. Talking about my speech, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
I am Bobby. Um, I'm a I'm a, I'm a stutter currently living in Boston. I'm a software developer. Um, I have a daughter, Vanessa's daughter, and another child on the way. I'm Vanessa. Obviously, I'm also living in Boston. <laughs> I'm also a software developer. <laughs> I'm very pregnant at the moment. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So, how have you met, and was stuttering ever an issue, or take it away, couples? Couples. Oh, 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 like I'm a car, so Vanessa like always knew me just from being like a a a round. So we worked in the same office for eight years total, almost. Yeah. And we worked together. You know what? Like two years. Yeah. Ago? Yeah. About that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like so, it was n n never a real like issue, just because. We were uh, 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 colleagues and and friends and like she like our friend like knew me as just a guy just around the like, office. I mean, like the whole the whole like stuttering when able it was just, it was not like a big deal. Yeah, it's just what it is. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so there was an office romance. <laughs> yeah, so it was all very seedy. <laughs> there isn't like a, a big like story to tell of like a about being a stutter like her not like she just accepted it on day one. Wow. To the point that. I had to, it took me time to convince her that stuttering was actually a big deal. <laughs> it was actually something that I, at times, at that times, like I struggled with, like accepting, and there's all the baggage and all that comes that come with it. It took me some time to even. Get her um on porn that that gets even a possibility. Wow. Yeah, my initial reaction to that kind of thing was just, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Don't obsess over it. It's not all of who you are. You know, it's only one portion of you. So you've truly, so you truly saw past, totally past the story, and it was all about Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it, it, it wasn't until I took her to a like to go to a, like a, like NSA like 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 a, like a 
here in Boston for the like kids and stuff like in Boston had their parents until I took her to the pad like never ever like sank in. That was really eye opening going to that. How come? In How come? in what uh, what uh, way? Well, we sat in on the parents' session. I thought it was going to be more lecture style. It ended up being more like a therapy session. Oh. Where all the parents would go around sort of the room and talk about themselves and talk about their kids and it was just so emotional. And it was unexpected. I didn't expect it to be like that at all. <laughs> it was a good of and and I think think that I think that Nessa truly saw the different types of the couple of ways that people are acted. I mean and yeah, I mean, before that, I really only had the perspective of your parents and their sort of reaction to things. But it was interesting, some of the other parents, and especially the woman that was like really focused on fixing her, a lot of parents were really focused on getting their kids to use techniques so that they didn't stutter rather than focusing on just accepting and helping their kids to have the best self-esteem or accept themselves just as they are, you know? Yeah. I guess topic that came up for about stuttering between us was about like having a baby. I mean, because there is a genetic component to stuttering, and I have a stutterer, and going back reading generations that like in my family like every generation that like, has someone that like, stutters I mean so it's kind of one of those things where there's a decent chance like and we're having us going to like have a son like and um, yeah I mean so there's a Better than, I mean, I mean, I would only say like five to ten percent chance. Except that's still a real chance. Like so, when came time to talk about having kids. It was actually a topic. Like I was like, is this okay by you? I mean, like, is it okay? Like, if our kid could stutter, I mean, and all the stuff that comes. Kind of, with it, like, is it okay to 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 bring a child like into the world that could like have this problem? I think that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, so what happens if uh, you know the baby girl turns out to to have that stuttering gene and uh, begins stuttering? I return to you mostly <laughs> and see what you thought. Expert. If you thought therapy, if you thought, you know, I, ultimately, as long as our son is happy and healthy, that's really the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So, no matter what happens, no matter how he turns out. Are you going to be disappointed if the baby doesn't turn out to be stuttering? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, because. because I'm I'm a member of the stuttering 
community. And I think it's important to expose my family to it. Mm. Just because in part to understand me and in part so that they know if they encounter like other stutters just that and also like in my opinion I'm at some pretty amazing stutters I mean so it's a great group of people so I'm just happy to expose my family to a good group of people um, so I mean, like, if our son doesn't, doesn't stutter, like, he'll still go to events and stuff just because I will want to understand my world, like, as a stutter. My name is Gene Finstead, and this is my wife, Mandy. Hi. Hey. I'm the stutterer, and Mandy is the... Ed editor, editor <laughs> for the National Stuttering Association. Which is not how we met. We met, and then I became involved with the NSA. Yes. That is always the first question people ask. And you and the two of you have been on my show before, so I already know how you met, and that was at a concert. No, like yes. a live performance. Yeah. A venue, coffee shop, or something rather. Uh, it was a art space. <laughs> in our space where we met, Wait, it's like a like a gallery. Yeah, a gallery. I guess. Oh, low floors. Yeah. In Baltimore, Maryland. Neither of us are from there. <laughs> um, <laughs> you made sure to uh, clarify that. We met at a concert that I was not playing, and it was actually after the show that I saw her waiting around to talk to the <clears throat> singer-songwriter who I played with and I was not playing for that e e evening. He was also like the organizer of the show. The concert, yeah, of the event. Um, so She was waiting to say goodbye <laughs> to him, and I know that he takes a long time to do certain things. So in the interest of blurting and the fact that she was cute i decided <laughs> to ask her how she knew it um and she sat down on the couch next or the couch opposite from me um and we started what was probably like a half hour conversation yeah um, probably we sat and talked for a while our real first date was at coffee house sort of probably sort of a date. It's like a mutual, we're just going to go see the same show at the same, yeah. same time and um, have dinner. We count that, I think, as our first... We, we actively our set a plan to go... Yeah. We're starting, like, hanging out. Somewhere so. together. It was with other people we knew, and so... <laughs> so I take it stuttering was never an issue. <laughs> um, um, no, I think... Well, at that time, too, I was... I was pretty, like, confident, so... Confidence always helps, no matter how bad you start. If you're confident while doing it, your confidence is going to come across more than your stuttering. Yeah. I guess it was right around the day that we started dating that I joined 
CNSA. Thank you, Joy. Holy Max. I, I, I think, think it was I that think day. No, I think. Wait, 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 wait. So your wait. whole date, Gene was talking about the NSA. No, and no, saying, this is a great oh, thing. You guys got to cut. Wrong, but I don't think that I was like. Ah, let's talk about it. Let's do everything. Well, we talked starting. about it. We did we talk about it, but you were very open. And um, we were also talking to somebody else who was like brand new, like coming out of a covert world um, <laughs> at, at the very beginning of our relationship. So we talked a lot about it in relation to her and how she was going through things because he'd already sort of gone through it and was very confident and very self-aware. And there was no... No amount of like me joining the NSA or learning about anything was going to be helpful to him because he was already there. He was done. He was cooked. He was there was no work that needed to be done. Not that I could or should or would be able to do it, but um, he didn't need anything from me. I felt like I was trying to catch up and learn everything that I could. And she just, asked me a lot of aware. questions. Asked a lot of questions. A lot of questions, which yeah. is which is fun because I like talking about. Really? It. Okay. I'm glad that that was not. That was like one of the first questions. I hear like. Can I ask you questions when I think of them? And I was like, sure, that's fine. Oh, that's cool. And then Aren't I you asked me a lot. <laughs> well, a lot I, of questions. But if you remember, I did a lot of like reading and, yeah, and you, stuttering and she stuff. She went, like, oh. yeah. I just wanted to learn everything that I could. Um, was this because, well, for lack of a better way of saying this, because of Jean or? <laughs> well, yes. I mean, it, it just... This was something that um, I guess I, I knew <laughs> early on, even if subconsciously, I sort of recognized that even though he was fine with it, it's still something that he dealt with. I mean, it permeated every part of his life, like every single day, every situation, good, bad, ugly, in between, doesn't matter. It's still always there. So I just thought, you know, if this is someone that I'm going to be spending time with, then um, which, I mean, at that point, it got, I don't want to say, like, we got serious really fast, but it's like we were both older, and we knew, you know, after a few weeks that this was pretty serious, so um, that's about the same time that I just, I knew that I just wanted to know more, um, and that's sort of, I think, what I do with things if I have an interest in a subject. Mm -hmm. It's like, read everything I can find! Oh, exactly like, the same I just, way. I would, like, Suggestion to people who start who are looking for love. Looking for love. Stuttering love. <laughs> I guess my my suggestion is, even though you stutter, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Because I would feel better knowing that I tried. I'd rather be rejected by somebody. For trying than making believe that I'll be re 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 rejected for my speech. If you don't, because you're not going to be. The answer is always no. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you go and ask somebody or talk to somebody, more than likely it's not your speech that's going to put it in the positive or the negative category. Yes. Um. We all have our idiosyncrasies that could turn people off, or people just aren't looking at that time, too. You know? mm -hmm. So don't give up. And even in a situation that you don't really want to be in, that might be the best time to, to find some, something, someone. 
yeah, I mean, I think that goes for fluent people as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Go yeah. out there and, and don't be afraid and sort of keep your eyes on the prize. I mean, if, if you're going out there, if, if the goal is to meet someone, they're not just going to knock on your door and find you sitting on your couch on a Saturday night. You need to go out and, and find people. And um, I, honestly, you might get rejected a hundred times, but it only takes one. Like, you, you know, you don't need to be super popular. It only takes once. And you never know that one person could be somebody who is the one. Um, that person could be somebody who, you know, flips their life upside down and quits their job and starts working for the National Stuttering Association. You never know. You never know. Probably not, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it only takes one person. And But if your goal is to go out there and meet people, the sheer fact that you go out and meet people is the benefit. Mm-hmm. You'll get more used to introducing yourself. You'll get more used to having conversations with people that you've never met before. And you get more used to being confident in those situations. Like anybody would. And that's it for today's show. A big thank you to my guests. And uh, I'd like to hear, hear from you. Please send audio comments to coolstutter at gmail.com. Any Audio format will do. Alternatively, if you go to stutteringschool.com, click on the send voicemail uh, link button thingy that's on the right side of the page. You can use your computer mic. It'll give you 90 seconds uh, of recording time to send me your uh, feedback. Well, until the next episode, may your stuttering always be confident. Ciao.